Oh my god. <laughs> Can we do an ASMR episode? I thought you said you want an ASMR episode. Oh my god, it's just us snacking. <laughs> it's an excuse to snack. It's like audible mukbang. Can you? God damn it! I know. Welcome back to Don't Cast and Drive. This is sometimes me and yo. Mmm, mouth too full. This is Kylie. Too smart. Yep. <laughs> um, so right now we're kind of experimenting with a couple of new mics. So forgive all the weird noises, but also embrace the new noises. <laughs> embrace the new noises. That's correct. <laughs> Okay, so let's kind of get started with something such as Halloween. Ooh, so um, I'm in that like awkward phase of onboarding where you're just waiting to actually start. Like, oh yeah, start date. Yeah. Oh yeah, because of your job, right? Yeah. What's the awkward state of onboarding? Well, so it's just like I've turned in on my paperwork, mm-hmm. and now I'm literally just waiting to start work. So I start on the third. Huzzah! So I've taken this week to just work on myself and I'm actually really proud I got back to the gym and I've been working out and like I went to the pool afterwards and just relaxed and did some cleaning did some grocery shopping just like getting getting my shit in order yeah no I, I feel it it's been quiet yet productive it's been quiet yet productive mm-hmm. but that's good yeah, to, this week I had a couple of weird hiccups. Hiccups. Yeah, like I missed a day of work and I was like late on Monday and I was not feeling good. But like I was really lucky to have a really understandable boss where I just sent him a message. I'm like, hey, traffic's really bad on Monday. And he goes, it's totally understandable. You just get here when you can. I get here as safe as, as, safe as possible. And then on Thursday when I was when I was out because I was feeling so good. Mm-hmm. Um, he was like, "Take all the time you need for rest. Uh, you know, just take it easy. Don't push yourself. If I see you tomorrow, I see you tomorrow. But if I see you tomorrow, we'll do our check in. Blah blah blah." And I'm like, "Dude, you are so fucking baller. I can't believe I'm so lucky to be working under you." Um, but other than that, like, I guess things are going okay. I'm sure next week will be a lot better. Yes. So, like, you know, like, Red Nile Lady is always, you know, derailing my whole week. Oh, yes, me too. Are we in sync now? What's happening? Are, are you on your period? Yeah. This <laughs> is some bullshit. <laughs> oh, no, we're swimming in the same pool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, thank you. No, thank you. Um, so, no. Don't it, cast and bleed. Don't cast and bleed. No, I actually went to go see a doctor about it because, like, I don't, I can't stand the fact that I, it takes me, like, it takes me out on the first day. Yeah. Like, I can't do shit and I can't take ibuprofen or aspirin because I'm allergic to both. So, like, Ew. now that everybody's listening, you know how to, like, murder me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, baby girl. Hey, why don't you take this pill? It's red. I'm like, is that Advil? <laughs> He's like, no, it's iron for your blood content. Oh mm. my god! But uh, yeah, like the she, the doctor was just. Uh, I feel really bad because I just 
was trying to be as thorough and like very like telling her what was going on and she just kind of gave me the whole you need to get on birth control you need to get on birth control i'm like i just i'm not anti-birth control but the last time i went on birth control like it didn't work out for you yeah yeah it wasn't very good i mean i am on birth control Mm -hmm. and for me it's like it's not even the first day that i'm like actually bleeding it's like a few days before where like i just feel the cramps coming and like sometimes it's worse and i'm like just want to get it over with so i don't know like why birth control would help yeah i'm not sure because you're not having like a regularity issue so I'm not sure why she thinks birth control would have. Well, I asked her to check for like other things like fibroids and mm-hmm, just like, a general like yeah. And they took a pap smear because I was overdue. And she's like, if there's any abnormalities, have your memories. memories. I will. I'll send you an email. Let you know what's good. I'm like, okay, that's fine. That's whatever. Um, so I I just sound very. Not I'm, I sound over it because like I've kind of been through this dance before. Because you're a woman, yeah, and, you, and <laughs> it's tiring. It's so tiring. I just going feel to you. the doctor, and I going to the doctor, and they're just trying to go through like all their patients, and then I'm like another patient, just like singing a different variation of the same standard. Like uh, it's just, yeah. it's exhausting. But hopefully, I won't find anything weird, and then I have another checkup because you know now that I got them benefits. Yeah, take advantage of all of them. And Hell yeah, what's going on? Go check out your own. and that's one of the things that like uh huh, I really miss mm-hmm. about my last job. Was like my benefits are really good. Mm-hmm. So now I'm sure my benefits will be great once I actually start working and everything. But like I haven't seen um, my gynecologist in forever or any gynecologist in forever. And I was going like every three months mm-hmm. just to manage my condition. We'll mm-hmm. see. Can we gingerly pass pass them chips? Yeah, I know. Sorry, <laughs> we're, we're we're snacking this morning. Snack. So uh, yeah, no, I'm looking forward to that. Like seriously, go see if my gyno and check all my levels. I'm excited. Hopefully, like my workouts are helping. Oh yeah, oh, girl! Yeah. I saw you were posting. You were doing some workout videos. You better oh. work. Oh, so work, it's really work, cute. Work, My Rihanna breakdown. I keep talking. I am your Yeah, so she's my background music. No, I accidentally moved to a different song. Yeah, you did. I was like, wait a minute, that's not the same at all. No, my niece is like, she's seven. And we are, like, we're just big people. My brother's big. My nephew, like, he's really active. He runs around a lot. So it's not, like, as much of a problem for him. So she's really strong. And, like, Who's really strong? Oh, my niece. She's so strong. Woman power. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, like, she doesn't really do too much, like, running around. It's mostly, like, jungle gyms and, like, wrestling. And my brother's been trying to get her into, like, more sports so it's really cute my brother sent me a message the other day he was like oh i'm sitting here watching your videos with yaya that's my niece Mm -hmm. and like we're admiring your sweat i'm like oh (laughs) (laughs) he's like i feel like i totally look like i've been working out like all red in the face and like huffing and puffing because i haven't been (laughs) oh my god breathing so hard it's not even funny i haven't been in a gym in so long i was just like huffing and puffing but it keeps me motivated. And then it was just nice, like, seeing messages from my friends, like, oh, you got it. Keep going. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, like, I used to uh, work out a lot. One of my really close friends back in Texas is a fitness model. 
Vivi Estrada. You should go follow her on Instagram. She's the bomb. She's got her own like fitness clothing line happening. And uh, we would work out together. And she would like make sure that I was like sweating and putting in work and getting it done. And yeah, like I lost 30 pounds in a month working out with her. Like she's no joke. Works out like almost every day. Um, Yeah. So I didn't really have that here. Like you were working out in cash Mm -hmm. and you guys had this like specific schedule and I'm like, wasn't prepared. But now I think I'm like, I'm like working out with cash for the past like couple of years has been really great because I've gotten like super strong. Yeah. Um, he's really helped me like just learn how to confidence in the gym, confidence in the gym. I know how to lift like heavy weights now. Like he spots me, he checks to make sure like I'm not doing anything dangerously or my form is okay. Mm-hmm. And now I feel like a little bit more confident that I can now critique him on his form. <laughs> I actually take videos of him like you know pushing all those plates, and I'm like, damn, do I really get to love that man? Yes, because <laughs> you know I just get a little, I get a Boy, little pervy at my boy. <laughs> I got you on my mind. Anyway, yes. The secret of my <laughs> I was waiting for you to say that so I can harmonize. I've been watching you. Okay, I didn't know that. Huh? <laughs> to be your lady, baby. Wow. I don't know what is happening today. It's, today is a morning for hey, sure. Hey, guys, I don't know lyrics. <laughs> I don't know lyrics. Um, so, yeah, no, it's just really good to, like, stay healthy and stay moving. Like, that's the biggest thing is, like, always stay moving. Yes. Is, regardless of, like, what your shape or your size is, like, what, like, I had a friend who got into a car, like, a massive car accident, and he was, he's now paralyzed from, like, I think the waist down. Like, he can't move, and it really, it's really tragic. Like, he got hit by a drunk driver, and now he's suffering the repercussions of that drunk driver, um and so but what he's done is like he's consistently consistently just gone doing um like physical therapy going to the gym finding ways to lift his own weight like just doing all these like extra like things that would make him you know more mobile and healthy because you know he didn't want to like feel sorry for himself yeah it was just like okay this is a thing that i am dealing this is a thing that i am now with like i have no choice but to but to live with this however i'm not gonna you know stop and like you know feel sorry for myself he's just gonna keep going and keep doing his thing so um my my friend's name is actually his name is jackson sherry he's from monterey um and he's actually done a, a couple ted talks already but not on the fact that like he he's like you know disabled now but uh, like just like just basic motivation to get him through like all the tragedies that happen in his life yeah um and so that way he can keep his head up and still keep going and go forward so like um on his on his instagram page uh like he has a lot of hashtag quad quadriplegic um like it's a quadriplegic instagram so Mm -hmm. like you know he's in a wheelchair but he's showing all the things that he does with his in his wheelchair like it shows pictures of him doing physical therapy see there's pictures of him doing all these events so he's really pushing the envelope with himself to make sure that he still stays active and he still keeps moving um like i'm sure his instagram is lit yeah i'm like look at the lighting it's literally lit it's beautiful but like i'm just you know i'm showing this as an example 
um because of the fact that like you know regardless of like what state you're in yeah, like don't you give sh- up on yourself don't give up on yourself and just keep moving and stay healthy just keep swimming just mm-hmm. keep swimming so like that's what i always tell everyone is like i it's like who cares if like you know you're not like up to like Gigi Hadid standards but oh like my God. it does matter when when like you're not moving during the day true like and there's a lot of people who do desk jobs and those people who do desk jobs, like, they sit at the desk for literally eight hours at a time. I've been in that situation before, and I don't like it. So, like, just always, like, try to find a way to get up, walk around, get up and walk around, and, you know, find find something so that way you always stay moving. I'm all about those mini dance breaks. Yeah. Mini da- dance breaks, indeed. Yeah. Um, work. work while you work. Yeah. So, I just, you know, it's just really important to stay moving. Go to the gym. Um, lift weights, walk on the treadmill, just carry, even carrying weights in your hands and just like taking a lap around the gym. Like it doesn't even have to be inside or outside of the gym. It could be inside the gym. Cause honestly, these days, no one gives a fuck <laughs> what you're doing in the gym. They don't, they don't, they don't care what you're wearing either. Yeah. So like, they don't care what you're wearing. They just like, everyone's so in their own zone. Gym, gym is like one of those places where there's a lot of people, but no one wants to talk to you. <laughs> It's true. Don't talk to me. I'm sweaty. Don't talk to me. I'm on a I'm on a regimen right now. You know. And also, I can barely breathe. No, yeah. I think like the nice thing though too is like you get camaraderie. When you see somebody in the gym who's like really busting their ass, it makes you want to bust your ass. And then when you're done, you can be like, yeah, like we really did that shit. Thank you for motivating me. Mm-hmm. They're like, nah, thank you for motivating me. Mm-hmm. You get gym mm-hmm. buddies. Gym buddies are good buddies to have. Gym buddies are good buddies to have, but sometimes it's also okay to work out by yourself. Oh, I I like, yeah, I've been Mm -hmm. working out by myself. But it's like, I recognize the hard work that other people are doing in the gym. I'm like, thank you. Mm -hmm. You guys are pushing me to do better. Speaking of gym, there's this video, which I've retweeted, Uh of this girl. She's like, I'm just trying to record some gym content. And then, like, in the background, there's a lady doing, like, some twerking. (laughs) And, like, she's, like, getting it getting in it. the mirror, and she's, like, trying to, like, do this content, but she's, like, trying not to laugh while she's doing her own, like, this is how you get more well-defined glutes, but there's a lady back there who's getting it with her glutes. Getting it with her glutes. That's, like, my favorite Twerk. video this week. It was, like, really funny. I think my favorite video was um by an influencer that I follow. Her name's Lady Speech. And mm-hmm. she's black hood witch. She's awesome. Mm-hmm. She posted her reasons for going to the gym. And it was like uh, twerking, fucking, and punching Nazis. These are reasons why she goes to the gym. And I was like, yes. Twerk. 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 She's like, I need to twerk. She's like, I'm, I'm trying to get that long stroke. She's like, I'm trying to get my stroke game up. She's like, and I'm trying to be strong as fuck so I can punch Nazis out in the streets. And I was like, yes, thank you. These are also long my stroke. motivation. She wants to get long dick style. Yes, that long. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> she, oh my she's God. trying to bounce on top. She's trying to ride. That's a lot of work. Your thighs. I don't know how, if I have the knees for that. Yeah, right. I'll be like five <laughs> minutes later. It's like, does this count as cardio? <laughs> is, this, is this my leg day? <laughs> it's knee and leg day. Yeah, knee and leg day. <laughs> no, baby, just ride. Mm. Mm-hmm. No, I have been a little bit cautious about going to the gym at certain hours, though, because there's like so many people at the prime hours. I get paranoid about that virus. Oh, coronavirus. Yeah. Since there's an outbreak yeah. in our Bay Area. Yeah, the b- outbreak is real, guys, by the way. Um, 
I want to applaud the Asian population for really trying their best by keeping premeditative, pre, is it premeditative? Preventative. Preventative. Thank you. I'm like premeditative. What? You're like premeditative murder. No, I'm like distracted also by this curry that I'm yes, eating. Yeah, this curry um, is bomb. Thank you, Asians, for the curry. Oh my God. <laughs> um, but um, I pre preventative measures by like I'm seeing a lot of the Asian population wear masks. Yeah. Well, um, and I say Asian population because like it's it's not I'm not even exaggerating like I'm going out in public and wearing a mask. I don't think it's creepy. But um, I also think that's culturally like because like mm-hmm. Asian countries are so densely populated they are more conscientious mm-hmm. about like their space personal space the space that they're sharing with other people. Like a lot of the times You'll see somebody who's wearing a mask and, like, they aren't necessarily sick, but they just know, like, okay, like, germs are going around. I'm going to keep my germs to myself. You keep your germs to yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's just a mentality, you know, that comes when you're with a densely populated area or, like, if you're on an island, for instance. Mm -hmm. Like, I think it's crazy for people who are, you know, on an island to not take preventative measures. Yeah. Yeah, no, and I, and I agree. Forget. Like, I when the virus first came out, I was using public transportation, and mm-hmm. so like I, the first thing I did is like I wore a mask, and I had a bunch of hand sanitizer on me, and I had wipes, like I just had like basic baby wipes on me because like anything I touch, I just want to like wipe it off because of the fact that like this virus, like it's been a while since I gotten sick, sick, mm-hmm. um, and I mean like flu. But, like, the, the virus in itself, like, it's it spreads so fast. Like, it went from one country to this country. Well, and then it makes sense for, like, the United States to get, yeah. like, hit with it because of the fact that there's so much commu- travel. Like, there's so much travel and commuting. And then, and also with the Bay Area, because, like, I hate to say it, but we're, or not hate to say it, but we're a huge melting pot. Well, not and, only that, and but like, it's like also we we're getting o- densely populated too. Yeah, we're getting densely populated because all these jobs and all these tech jobs and like everyone's coming in. Like this is where the opportunity is right now, and I totally get that. So, um, people are moving back and forth, and so I'm not surprised that we got hit with it. Um, but yeah, it's spreading in the U.S. We're, you know, like I there's a theory that that the coronavirus in itself is not that deadly. It's only deadly to people who don't take care of themselves. Well, yeah, I mean, but that that can be said of, like, any um, any sickness, any virus, any disease. Like, if you're not healthy, if you're not washing your hands, if you're not, like, having access to clean running water, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, if you're not able to eat right and... Like, maybe you just have a weaker immune system. Mm-hmm. You know, these things are going to hit you a lot harder. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're not, you know, showering, you know, capable of showering every day. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a huge, like, um, homelessness population here. Mm-hmm. And a huge issue with that. So, like, it doesn't surprise me at all that it's here. Yeah. And that um, the largest thing you could do to, you know, help yourself is literally just to wash your hands yeah, and just, to stay physically clean. Yeah, wash your hands, stay physically clean. Um, you know, if you see someone coughing, like, try to walk the other way. Like, it's it's all basic, like, 
Oh, and practice, like, you know, practice good coughing etiquette. You'd be surprised. Yeah, don't be still, a dick. Cover your oh, mouth. Yeah, like, people people still don't cover their mouths. Or, or I hate to see a motherfucker sneeze, sneeze in open air. Like, can you <laughs> talk it in your motherfucking armpit, please? God damn. Where were you raised? You just open sneezing? Like, I'm watching your mouth ripple right now in disgust. I'm watching just bits of phlegm and spit fly out at, like, 30 miles an hour. I don't... Oh, God. No, I see that shit on the street sometimes. Where someone sneezes out their oh, mouth. Oh, Jesus. So and you get sneeze. that spray. Oh. You get that spray, but, like, they sneeze. And it comes out their mouth, but they, like, get taken back. Like, if someone's like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know you felt that shit brewing. That, that didn't come on with no warning. <laughs> I get really mad when I see that shit. Get thee to a nunnery! And then I also get mad when I see the little kids cough and their parents don't correct them. Just snot. Snot-nosed kids. <laughs> it reminds me of that cat meme. You know that cat meme where it's like, this is what your kid looks like when they're coughing? Oh my god, no. It's a really nasty looking cat. I'm gonna bring it is up. It, it's just a nasty, just sad, grouchy looking cat. Coughing cat. Just remember, but, I went to dinner, I think, where were we? But we were no, it was- Cheesecake Factory, and this little kid was sitting next to us, and she was like, the tables were small, and she was walking in between- Oh, that's a sad cat. That's a sick sad that's cat. That's how kids cough. <laughs> they do. They look at you straight in the eye. With their mouth all open, nostrils <laughs> flared, and just cough in your general direction, making want to <laughs> shake somebody's face. No, like when you see a kid do that, like I remember when I was a kid, my mom would bop me in the face For if real. I did cover, cover your mouth. I know, cover your mouth. Or if I were to sneeze, I also didn't like sneeze in my in my arm, mm-hmm. or you know, like it's just it's just like one of those things. Like I would get punished for not utilizing proper etiquette. Um, Oh, hey, baby. Hi. There's a dog. There's a dog, There's guys. There's a dog. <coughs> she demands name's loving. She's an Australian husky. She's beautiful. She is beautiful. I'm babysitting her for the weekend. She doesn't like to eat cuties. <clears throat> no, she does. She doesn't like to eat broccoli. Broccoli? What? Nobody invited you up here. Yes, we did. We um. love you, did. Oh, yeah, she's trying to get up in that food. Yeah, yeah, she's trying. Get out. Um, but anyway, yeah, like, All going back to the thing, it's just practice practice proper hygiene. Yes, please. Wash your damn hands. Clip your damn nails. <laughs> clean your damn nails. Um, like, you know, just don't touch people that you don't know. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to be, like, germaphobic, but it's, like, right now, it's, like... Like, if, if you're feeling sick, stay home. That's what I did. That's the main thing. Like, I don't... I but understand also, people are busy at work. Mm-hmm. But oh, also your managers. So yeah. Yeah, your managers should understand. And also your workplace. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to say this out loud. If your workplace doesn't respect the fact that you have to take a day off for work and you don't get compensated for it, go find another job. I said it. She said it. Woo. Because they'll turnover rates really help, especially for smaller companies. Turnover rates really help um, understand the needs of the people because you can't run a business without people. I'm just saying. But harder, I mean, it's easier said than done, don't get me wrong. Like, but I'm tired of like people having to compromise their, compromise their paycheck because they're just trying to do what's best for everybody in the workplace. You know what I mean? Truth. All right. 
What's the next thing? Oh my god. Sexual health. <laughs> well, sexual seduction. Well, we, we just made it a general health instead of a sexual health. Yeah, we, it's general health today, not <clears throat> sexual health. But general no, really, health. stay healthy, guys. Please. Like, like, drink your water. Do your kegels. Do your kegels. Um, okay. Masturbate daily. So, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant and Gianna. Yes. Bryant. Yes, yes. And all the victims from yes. the helicopter crash. Um, I the don't memorials, think the other victims get enough. No, they do not. And, uh, love. And um, I'll go ahead and read off their names again in a second. But, like, yeah, the memorial service just happened. They got, like, another memorial dedication service for Kobe Bryant. Um, happened earlier this week. Um, I watched a little bit of it. And when I was watching it, um, I, I caught it right when Michael Jordan was speaking. And mm. it was just so hard to watch um you know it's really hard for me to watch black men cry oh you just feel it like in the bottom of your toes like your whole body just uh. yeah so i was just having a time because i was just thinking about all of like my my i was thinking about my my brother the most because it is basketball and and like I couldn't imagine like losing him in a situation like that and you know the amount of like just knowing how he also probably felt too because like that you know Kobe Bryant is like 90s kids like superhero yeah you know like so much culture around surrounded Kobe Bryant like he's the youngest NBA star <laughs> you know and there's that black excellence yeah black excellence and then there's always all the jokes like Kobe Bryant's a ball hog or Kobe Bryant like Kobe like when you're like you know throwing like, yeah the... oh yeah and so street throw... ball yeah street ball so like or you know Kobe fade away and it's just all this all like a lot of our culture, like like kids just being kids, like surrounded this man and like just making jokes or applying like little small things in our daily lives. Like I could be at a desk and I just throw like you know like see this ready ready uh, I just uh, Kobe Co- uh. oh my hey God. she made it though but like it's just it's hard it's it, it sucks like it's really hard and then also I saw. Shaq speak and Shaq was also crying and everybody's um, crying. Everybody's you know everybody's crying and it's it's it's, it makes sense. Like it's it's sad. It's really devastating when you expect a man who worked his ass off and then now he was ready to like settle down, retire, be the coach to his daughter's team, and just you know just kind of sit in the back seat and be a legend. And then you know he just goes away so fast. Like, you know, value people for who they are and, you know, all that. It's just, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant, Gianna Bryant, and the victims such as Christina Mauser, Peyton and Sarah Chester, John Kerry and Alyssa Altobelli, and the pilot, Ara Zobayan. Um, and so... Yeah, like I said, just always, you know, value the lives that are around you and, you know, just be very mindful about how we talk on people when, you know, as they're caring about their lives. 
Though, if they're doing some bullshit, it's okay to call them out. That's okay. But, like... Burushitu. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, did you want to talk about the the curvy boys? Oh, the curvy boys. The big boys. So, we've been talking about um, representation, uh, especially, like, as it pertains to the New York Fashion Week. People are still talking about it. Um, in the last week... There was, like, um, a body positive show, uh, Ryan's Secret Initiative, and it's for the big boys out there. So uh, they did a whole little runway, and it was curvy men, all sizes, you know, they were wearing, like, these luxurious robes and silk boxers, and it was... um, Miriam Chilek is the designer. She's a French designer. She's also done um, several different showcases for um, people with disabilities. She did like a whole like dwarfism uh, series for a runway that was really cool. Um, but basically, her message was that you know women are not the only people who face uh, issues in the fashion community and mm-hmm. who face backlash for their size. Mm-hmm. Some of the models were speaking up saying, you know, that they've been turned down many times for jobs just because, you know, they were, they had a belly, you know, they didn't look like the typical like stud, which personally, like, I like a big boy. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you. Mm-hmm. There's nothing sexier than like a big man. Oh, big boy man. So I was really excited, uh, to see this and you can check it out. Like you could just Google, uh, Miriam Chalik, or you can Google uh, Ryan Secret or Body Positive Big Men Fashion Week mm-hmm. just to fight um, body shaming. And I just thought it was a really nice, like, positive outlook. They had all kinds of people, men of color, mm-hmm. all different types of body sizes, you know, tall, short. Nobody looked like a regular Ken doll, but they were like, you know, like all the issues that Barbie has, Ken has too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like nobody's talking about the men out there. Like, well, there's also the. This is gonna sound really like I'm speaking devil's advocate here, but uh oh. Men don't really get discriminated as much for their body size in the regular world than women do. So that's why the argument for women needs to be a little bit stronger than men. So then that way the playing field is a little bit more equaled out. Have you ever taken cash clothes shopping? Yes. You know how difficult it is for someone his size to actually... Oh, no, and I totally get it, but it's also difficult for my size, too. Oh, my God. It's, like, impossible, but... Like, I do feel like they're... That's why I'm saying I'm playing devil's advocate. I'm not saying... playing devil's advocate. I'm not saying... (laughs) Like, at least we have, you know, Cacique, we have Lanes Bryant. There are places, like, Mm -hmm. even though it's crazy expensive, that should be making me mad. Oh, yeah. I'd be going to tour it and, like, why is this shirt, you know, $80, but it's worth it because it's nice and I want to look good. But, Mm -hmm. um, no, it's just, like, I see it. You know, you have big and tall, but it's not fashionable, Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you can get suits, but usually you're going to have to get them altered, like, if you're a big man. So, I don't know. I get it. I understand. My brother's a big man, too. No, and, I again, I'm not dismissing the argument whatsoever. Devil's I'm, advocate. I'm just saying. No, like, it's true. Women are more, like, sexualized in every day, and our fashion be looking ugly if you get past a certain size, and they be wanting you to pay out the nose to try and look cute. And then, like, if I do want to look cute, sometimes even, like, half of the fashion looks a little bit frumpy. And then I'm not mm. taking as serious in the workplace. 
That's true. Yeah. Now that we're kind of getting into that, but yeah. I also understand. I struggle from from a men's standpoint. Like I did actually went clothes dropping with Cash, and Cash is a big boy, but um, the trouble that we had with uh, finding. He didn't have an issue with finding a suit jacket. He had trouble finding <laughs> pants. Those pants. Because, <laughs> oh my God, he has a huge ass. <laughs> booty. He got booty. He got he got a nice booty. Yeah. Like, and, my anaconda don't want none unless you got buns, hun. Baby got back. And he's not a little thick in the middle? Thick in the middle and he got much back. He's gonna remix. Okay. Um anyway, I yeah, no, like he just he has a lot of he has a lot that fills fills the pants back there. And um it, it's in rare form because there I know a lot of guys who don't have booty, but he got booty. Um and he knows it. So that was like the difficult thing with finding slacks is like slacks kind of just go straight. Right. And like his slacks made him look like he was wearing yoga pants. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. But anyway, yeah, I know. I understand the pressures of being a bigger boy and like the world is not for you or the world has been awkwardly designed that it's against you. Yeah, it feels that way. I'm like, uh. Sometimes, like, going to dressing rooms and everything, especially you look at sizes. Mm -hmm. I don't, I can't really speak to the sizes for men. I feel like the sizes for men are actually a little more uniform Mm -hmm. and a little more fair because they're going off actually freaking measurements, Mm -hmm. you know? And then you get to ladies' sizes and they're like, oh, yeah, no, an 18 is really like a 16 depending on what brand you're going on or, like, depending on where you're getting it. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's just ridiculous. Why can't it just be measurements mm-hmm. like men? Mm-hmm. And then there's like different body shapes and everything. Ah, just frustrating. Yeah. There you are. So congratulations to those male models. Yes. Thank Killing you so it. much. Killing, Killing it on the runway. There. Looking silky and fly. Looking silky and fly. It makes me want to cuddle bug you. It does. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All, All right. Then- long. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I don't know what it is, guys. It's a sickness. Son, help me. Baby got back. I like big butts and I cannot lie. You other sisters can't deny. When a boy walks in with an itty bitty waist and a round thing in your face, you get wrong. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, then, Speaking of getting sprung and being lit. Um, well, actually, we're going to talk about Catherine Johnson. Yeah, she is from <laughs> all the way to outer space. Uh, no, she, I just want to honor her legacy. Uh, congr- I mean, she, I was going to say congratulations. congratulations. No, her legacy is amazing. I'm really uh, glad that she got to see in her lifetime um, hidden figures come out, you know, and that she got to see that her work and her effort and everything will forever be remembered globally. Yeah, like, she lived a really good and long life, um, a very ambitious and a very successful life, uh, 101. That's a blessing. It is a blessing. Yeah. Like, as we talked about earlier, not, not a lot of people make it to that long. Not a lot of people even want to make it to that long. Mm-hmm. So, 
I just want to say um, uh, we're honoring the legacy of Miss Katherine Johnson, Women in Science and Figures. Um, she basically, um, you know, passed the threshold of being a woman of color working at NASA and was a mathematician and figured all the, like all the, the uh, formulas and algorithms to just get into space. Open the doors for so many other women of color to, you know, infiltrate that whole freaking scene because it was definitely male driven and of white course. male driven at that. Oh no, this black lady's here. Oh no, she doesn't know what she's doing. Go back home. Lot. I'm joking. She's joking. She's joking. All jokes. No, but like seriously, like this is like this is a thing that happened in the lifetime of this woman, right? So it didn't really technically and relatively did not happen that long ago. You know, it's another event to slap on there and say like, hey, black women did a thing again. Again. Are we credible yet? Are you going to allow us to be credible or are you going to keep us silenced? Because I'm waiting. Meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, you guys. Hashtag are... waiting. I know. Hashtag waiting. Watch the drywall direct one more time before. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of nerdy things of color. <laughs> yes. Lulz. <laughs> From math to sass. <laughs> Joke on it! <laughs> oh no. So spicy. Thundercat just blessed the world, guys. He, she uh, covered he, her mouth because she's, you know, she's polite. I didn't have to breathe in. So. <laughs> the expectorance of her lungs. I appreciate for her. <laughs> Fucking Thundercat released a recent video, like this week, of his new single, Dragon Ball Durag. Mm, or like a sneak peek into his new album called It Is What It Is um, the thing that caught my attention with the music video is that he showed kind of like a quick clip of it of him in the park just kind of Johnny Bravoing his way to Quinta Brunson <laughs> Quinta Brunson who I freaked out about because I'm like he got Quinta on this video Quinta and um, you just see Quinta like on the phone and she's going like no no and like she's just getting more and more agitated as this like like thirsty ass man who's just trying to find some love creeping up. But um, if you guys haven't seen the video, the song is really good. Um, but you gotta listen to the lyrics because the lyrics are just fucking out there. Um, but yeah, the vi whole video is itself, like in itself is just him trying to find some love, and then the way to kind of <laughs> top off his whole drip that he has going on. Like he got. He got the Dragon Ball Z chain. He got the Dragon Ball Z shirt and shorts. Oh, and those then, shorts. Yeah. Uh, I want them. <laughs> Sorry, Kylie's right now watching the yes, video. Yes, he's got those, those skies out. He got the Capri Sun. Oh! <laughs> huh. Yeah. Yeah, so... The whole video in itself is all, it's a bunch of crunchy crunch, and it kind of reminds you of, like, an old school, like, adult swim Oh, it, it does. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. That throwback feel. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's feeling his best, and, like, <laughs> he's just getting rejected by all these women. Um, but anyhow... Yeah, like, uh, the Thundercat is kind of one of my favorite, um, kind of, like, new age jazz soul artists. Um, he does incorporate a lot of, like, funky bass lines that are, like, kind of post, 
Bootsy Collins. Yes, post, I love it. Post uh, funk, you know, and like post Earth, Wind, and Fire kind of feel. Mm-hmm. Um, but like he's also very like kooky and like you, he's like a big old nerd. So like Fun. just insinuating from his whole like stage name, Thundercat, like Thundercat, Thundercat, Thundercat. Oh! So, um, you know, not ev- not everybody makes that connection, but like, what? That's, that's what it is. Who's oh. not making that connection? You no, know, if no one's not making that connection, I'm actually really disappointed if they're not. But, um, but yeah, the video stars uh, the Haim sisters. They're a band of three sisters, and then has Callie Uchis and Quinta Brunson. Quinta. Mm-hmm. I um, love her. She's so funny. He's also like, I love how the fact that he had a Vegeta bling and not a Goku bling, because that shows that he's with the shits with Twitter, meaning that um, he's paying attention to us. Aww. But yeah, I saw, I actually saw Thunder Cow a while back ago live. He was opening up for um, Anderson Pack. Whoa, wow. Which, that was like, to have, to have Thundercat open up for you is... It's the other way around. That's an honor. Ooh-wee! Well, that's an honor. Because that guy was just, like, so fucking talented. Um, but, yeah, check out check out Dragon Ball Do-Rag. Check out the video. Please check out the video first. Yeah, like, check so, out the video. It's so important that you see the video first because you just... It is a pure visual delight. You just won't understand the fucking You won't nonsense, understand! The nonsense that's just going on. Because then after you watch the video... The hijinks go listen to the lyrics and it will hit you deep in your soul. Yeah. And just, you will be there reminded yeah. of your first long lost love. Yeah. He just wants to smash in his Dragon Ball do-rag. That's yeah. all. Yeah. He just it? wants to smash. Everyone wants to just smash in their Dragon Ball do-rag. <laughs> this is going to be our new song. It's Can a I g- just smash in my Dragon Ball do-rag? do-rag. Yep. <laughs> uh. Hey, baby. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm, sh- I'm dying. <laughs> She's dying. But politely. So, yeah. Uh, Samurai Jack music video, mm. peep. I'm Gotta really... get back. Back to the past now. Come on, Jack. Jack, Jack, Jack. Dude, that Samurai Jack... Or Samurai Shampoo. No. no. Samurai Shampoo. Samurai Jack. Uh, there was a there was a trailer of the new video game. I'm not sure of the release. I'm actually looking it up right now. But once I saw the the trailer i freaked out i saw you freaked out and i think it was funny because like maybe last year i started re-watching it and realized how deep that show was like I, there were so many things in that show that went straight over my head as a child that like <laughs> oh my god watching it i was like man this is some deep dark shit like who let me watch this mm-hmm. man but i'm glad they did it's been since 2004 that there was a video game for this show wow yeah. Where are we? We're, we're in 2020? What's mm-hmm. happening? Mm-hmm. 16 years? They literally took their time through that. So Samurai Jack Battle through time. Um, so adult, it's being led through uh, Adult Swim Games and Soleil. As it should be. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be for all most most consoles. So PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and PC. Um, and then it, I guess they're going to showcase it a little bit at PAX East which is happening right now, I think, this weekend. Um, so, yeah, like, it's going to be, like, just a hack-and-slash game through different time periods. And then, according to IGN, um, that the head writer has penned the script for the game. His name is Derek Bachman. Um, 
So I'm just looking through all these links to see, like, tell me more about the Samurai yeah, Jack. Yeah, please tell me yeah. more. Um, who's going to be vocalizing? Because that's important. <laughs> yeah, so they have a lot of people on this game. Like, they have people who are developers from uh, Ninja Gaiden and Dead, and Dead or Alive developers on this game. So it's going to be really good. Um, I'm assuming it's going to be definitely RPG-based. Um, just like making sure that you're just kind of going through the storyline. I don't think there's going to be any idling things, but I just want to know if Phil Lamar is going to be part of it. Who? Phil Lamar, the vocal actor. Oh, the beautiful black man who has voiced so many things. Phil Lamar. Yes. I didn't know that. What? I didn't know. Oh my God. Tell me more. Tell me more. Tell me more. He's a comedian. Um, he's been on so many like different shows. Uh, you would know him from Futurama. He was in... Oh, do you remember... Did you ever watch Static Shock? Mm-hmm. Static Shock. He's static? He's static! He was in Fosters for, like, you, like, in-betweeners. Fosters, Home for Imaginary Friends. Did you ever watch that show? Mm-hmm. He was in Jimmy Neutron, Justice League, Weekenders, Ozzy and Drix. Like, he's been in so many things, it's not even funny. But, um... It's okay, because I didn't know he was the voice actor for Samurai Jack until, like, several years ago. I think my brother was talking about him, because mm-hmm. I went through a kick where I was just, like, looking at different voice actors, and, um, yeah, my brother put me on him. He was like, oh, no. Okay, there isn't any indication um, that he's the- going to be working on it. Yeah, however, he did retweet it. <gasps> he did retweet the game. So... There might be some hope that he might be the original actor for it. Who knows? Who um, knows? But that would be really cool. So I'm excited for this game to come out. It looks really cool. The trailer like sunk me in, and so I'm ready to like sit down and like spend a spend a couple of weeks on it before all the sp- fucking spoilers. Spoilers. Or people who do those speed runs ruin the game for me. <laughs> um, so I'm really excited about that. And then uh, tell me about Maniki Island Felicia Yum. Yo, Maniki! Okay, so my girl Felicia Yum is incredibly talented. She makes uh, jewelry by hand. She makes incredible things. Like she's um, like all about making like hyper-realistic food. Mm -hmm. So she makes like little ramen bowls and like charms. Mm -hmm. She's now doing a Gamer Boy, Gamer Girl um, series. And it's like, uh, she's got Sailor Moon earrings. I think I sent those to you. Like Mm -hmm. They look Mm -hmm. so dope. She did a series like over Christmas. It was like the Grinch and everything. Um, but no, now she's working, she has a son and he loves his, uh, Switch. Mm-hmm. So it's like all these games that like she used to play and she's like putting them on the Switch now, uh, which I think is great. So she's like hand painting and like, they just look so cool. She's got, um, different series that she's going to be putting out. Um, but go check her out. She's on Instagram and she's on Etsy. It's Maniki Island, M-A-N-E-K-I. And then Island, um, Felicia Yum, Y-U-M-M. And she's beautiful, y'all. Just go check her out. Her artwork is amazing. And, like, you will be so pleased. I haven't been disappointed with, like, one single thing that she's ever sent me. So, yes, she's here for the culture. She's here for the culture. She's here for the culture. That's awesome. Like, yeah, always support more of that. Yeah. Black girls winning. Black girls are always going to be winning, guys. And it's always going to be the thing that we're always going to bring attention to. 
So big move Monday goes out to another black nerd. Black nerds. Black nerds. Blurds. Blurds. We're here. Um, is my homeboy, Derap Nerd. Derap Nerd. Previously known as the Real World Sound. The Real World Sound. Not to be confused with Papa Derappa. Parappa de Rappa. I just discovered that. Sorry. Um, I'm like geeked about it now. <laughs> uh, but de Rap Nerd is probably one of uh, the hardest working nerdcore artists in the Bay Area. Hey. Um, he goes from doing DJ work to producer work to his own projects to um, showing up at anime or excuse me anime conventions and doing panels he leads a lot of the nerdcore ciphers which are very inclusive it goes from like level nine thousand rappers to like i'm just here to just have a good time type of rapper yeah i'm a Um, hip-hopopotamus and my rhymes are bottomless exactly and so um yeah like he's just really hardworking, and he's also like very into doing multiple um I would say multiple genres. Um, he's released a mixtape of rock music. Ooh, I love it. Um, he's also released in the past couple of years Gemini 1 and Gemini 2, um, where it's like a list of beats um, and some rap and some rapidly raps. Rapidly raps. Um, I'm actually going to play one of them right now. I'm going to play ADD from uh, Gemini 2. Yeah, let's listen. But... Um, He's a cutie. Yeah, he's adorable. Like, yeah. yeah. He, he's also very uh, positive and he does a lot of uh, health checks and self-care checks. He really does his best to make sure that like he prioritizes himself and only himself. Um, yeah, so like basically long story short, like he works really hard to just grind. He travels everywhere. He goes to all these conventions and like you know, he's a motivational speaker. Um, he also supports other black nerds in the community. And, like, he also is very about the inclusivity of anybody, regardless of their gender, sex, orientation, um, color, anything. So, like, he's very understandable. And he also works really hard to, like, you know, make everybody feel like they belong. Yeah, you like, I'm looking at his page right now. And, like, it's just, like, nothing but good times. Mm-hmm. And good grinds. Uh, look at all these people just like having a ball. Look, you got young kids out here. <gasps> yeah, and like he's also an educator too. So like yes. he works with kids. This he helps is cool. Them, he helps them get started on um, their work and helps them get motivated and feel like that they're able to do the, to do it. You Cultivating know? the next generation. Exactly. So like he does really good work um and so my big move monday is dedicated to the rap nerd yes come through the rap nerd yeah, yeah so that's who i just want to kind of just bring out um yeah like and following him again like i said like he has a lot of like motivational things to say about like how to take care of yourself and uh, he's helped me out on a couple projects. I've done a couple projects with him. Um, I've also done a couple projects for people who he's like done projects for. Um, and also I do a lot of support work for him when it comes down to the convention. So I do a lot of promotional work for him and whatnot. So yeah, it, he's really nice to uh, just like to get to know. And he's also a really good contact to have just in this area in general. So uh, kudos to the rap nerd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure I'll see him soon. Mm, oh, speaking of seeing him soon, he might be at Barcon. Ooh, 
Ooh, I'll double check to see who the who the DJ is for Barcon. But Barcon is a an event that happens on the first Friday of every month. Yeah, I was gonna say, please uh, tell me more about Barcon. Barcon's really cool. So Barcon um, is run by um, just like a collaborative amount of people. Um, it, one of the guys is name is Jonathan Grothy, who does Drunk on Games. Mm-hmm. The other guy is Aaron Kelly, who is a local drummer in this area. Uh, Aaron Kelly um, has done Barcon for here as well as LA, so he has two different Barcons. Um, and so it's really fun. Like they do a really good job with um, having like an anime theme, having anime inspired drinks. Yeah, I was having like, do you dress up? You can dress up. You can cosplay. Cosplay. Um, they really have spent like the last four, almost maybe four years, just like getting this going and um, just making a a community of people who can get together outside of the conventions. So it's kind yes. of like the filler episodes between conventions and San Jose, especially. That's great. Yeah, and people there are pretty cool. Like it's always the same crowd, so it feels like you're making friends Aww. and getting to know everybody. You got and family. And you got family. Yeah. So I always encourage anybody who's always into doing anime and is just looking for more friends out here, go out to BarCon once a month. You don't even have to... Um, oh, yeah, there is a there is a door fee. Door fees, I think, are usually like 15 bucks or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's not bad. But I they, mean, you have entertainment. You have people... I mean, like, you got to pay these people who are providing you a service. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Bruh, like, that's just for anything. If you want to have a good time, like, nothing is really free. Mm-hmm. That is I mean, correct. Yeah, and if it's worth the you know, time and energy and effort that other people are putting into it. Like, why not pay for it? Mm-hmm. Pay for it. Pay your people. Pay your people. Pay your people. Pay your people to have fun. We don't need to be all crammed up in one house. <coughs> my oh. uh, podcast party. Oh, wow. Wow. Speaking of parties. Um, we're having a party. We're having a party. It's going to um, be a blast. It's going to be a second annual birthday party for this podcast. Don't cast and drive. You can eat the pita chips that you hear us crunching on. I know, right? Um, um, so it's going to be the second annual par- uh, podcast birthday party. Um, I will be sending out invitations. Can you sound a little more enthused about that? I'm sorry. It's whose birthday? It's what? Uh-huh. It's what? It's my birthday. It's her birthday! It's my birthday. Oh my gosh. It's her party. She can cry if she wants to. She won't. There will be no crying. There will be Unless no crying. they are joys. Joyous tears, just tears of happiness. Yeah, so in April, I'm going to be throwing another podcast party since now I actually have background music to talk about it. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> um, so last year was we did um, popular opinions, unpopular opinions. Unpopular. And now this year, we're going to do fake news. Ooh, fake news. It's going to be on April 17th that Friday and we start recording at 7.30. So does this mean like you want me to come dress as like my fakest newscaster? Yes. Oh. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of role play. It's gonna be a lot of role play. Yeah. He was that cake, 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 cake. Yeah, so it's gonna just be a live podcast. I'll publish it basically the Monday after for those who are outside of town. Um, it will be a private event but a public posting. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Calendar. Yes. Wait for your invitations. Wait for your invitations with bated breath. I will have guests 
guest artists and I'll also have a, um, a bunch of get like you know artsy fartsy people in the area we love artsy, who I previously people. interviewed so it'll be a good time be a great time yeah I'm excited yeah I don't mean to be like <clears throat> such a drag it's my <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> um but I'm anywho having it's kind of my birthday it's kind of my birthday whatever whatever dear diary <laughs> mood apathetic <laughs> mood apathetic <laughs> has anyone ever heard that song i heard oh that song god. i love oh that my song clearly <laughs> i'm bringing it up <laughs> I must be emo. For those of you who don't know, it's I must be emo. Um, it's been so long. When did this come out? This, this came out eleven years ago. Eleven years. <laughs> oh my god. Yet another emo video. No, where did it go? You closed it because no. YouTube's. You have to keep it open. Okay. Let's I try must this. be. Emo. I must be. Emo. <laughs> Suffocate me dry. <laughs> Step 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 step. I lived for this song. I lived for this song too because scene culture was real in Monterey. Oh, oh my god. so bad. <laughs> so anyway, since we're coming down to a close of our podcast, Kylie, are there any events that you would like to pro- to broadcast on this podcast? Oh my god, events. Other than your birthday, not really. There's like, there's other things. I was just saying that we gotta get up on our events more because I keep seeing like cute little fun things that are happening. There's like an anime dance that's happening tonight, which it's too late to let you guys know and give you a head up for. But uh, I'll be better about that and get you guys some fun events. Yeah. Yeah. But meanwhile, you could always listen to us, and of course, uh, yeah, if you want to be interviewed, there is an interview option. <laughs> Um, I know some of you guys are still just lining up out the door to be interviewed. Uh, but really, uh, I would love to interview anybody who is very passionate about their own projects. And yeah. so if you're interested in, you know, making yourself seen, making more content for yourself, but also making more content for me, and also celebrating the fact that, like, hey, you're doing a thing. You're like, doing a thing. You're doing a thing. And it's awesome. And it keeps you going every single day. Please. Email me at don't yeah, what's in your thing? drive at gmail.com. Don't cast in drive at gmail.com. Don't and then we'll get you all set you up. I'm driving. Yeah, sorry, this song is really distracting while I'm driving. I love it. <laughs> Dear Diary. Dear Diary. Move I got in trouble with my mom today because I was wearing my sister's pants. But they look better on me and they look on her anyways. With all that booty. Oh, God. <laughs> lack thereof. Anyway, okay. We love you guys. Um, it's been a fun, what, hour and a half? Yeah. Where are we? You Two probably, hours? Probably we lost ourselves. Half, yeah. An hour and a half. Lost in the sauce. Lost in that sauce. Until next time. Until next time. And we'll see you next week.